Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And you're dressed up. Ah, you can look. I like bringing a little bit of flair and tuxedos to Woo! Curtain Jerks. That's right. So, uh, this ah, is a... I chopped myself. Oh, why would you do that? You're going to lose one of your nipples. You're too far away. Well, look. I can't expect you to chop me. Someone's uh, got to be chopped in this show. I, we got a big show. First of all, if you're going to hit a man wearing a tuxedo, I don't know why you hit yourself, because we're both dressed up, because it's a very special episode of Curtain Jerks. Because why? You, you're you dressed up, and you're bringing a lot of what? I'm bringing a lot of flair. Woo! Oh. Ow! Scott, I don't know how I'm supposed God. to establish that we're not supposed to hit people in tuxedos if every time I bring flair to the podcast. Woo! Oh! Oh! God, your nipples are just going to fall right off. Oh, they are going to fall off anyway. All right. Well, just in case you didn't know, guys, the secret word for the podcast today is flair. Woo! Oh! Oh, why couldn't it be Hogan so that way we could just bleep out what happens? I'm sorry, man. I don't make the rules. Look, everybody likes Rickles. Everybody loves Rickles, but Hogan hasn't earned it yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got a big show for you today. We're comedians living in Hollywood who love professional wrestling so much so we'll just chop ourselves on the air for you, bringing you free comedy and wrestling each and every week. Uh, we've got Rockstar Spud coming up later on the show from our international jerk correspondent Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes. You, of course, know Wrestling Memes. Go to Facebook.com slash Wrestling Memes and at Wrestling underscore Memes on Twitter. Go like it, follow it, re- redo it. Redo memes. Redo them. I think that's what it's. That's the term. You want to redo them. You want to redo them. Mm-hmm. Now's the perfect time because the Hogan memes, oh my God. Oh, I bet they're off the charts. They're They're great. They make you just want to tear your shirt in half. Uh, have you That's ever not a thing. have you ever torn your shirt off? Uh, no, every time I think about doing it, I like the shirt too much to do it. That's a good point. I've never pre-scored a shirt and torn it off, but I've torn a shirt pre-scored? off. Pre-scored? Yeah, like everybody thinks that Hogan pre-scored his shirts. I think he's just that strong. I think he's pretty strong. And honestly, you're gonna always get into trouble around the collar. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it's really reinforced. So no, notice... it's also, it's at the very, very bottom. Yeah, so any of that place so tears, tears, to reinforce. And then that little bit down there, it's like, that's where you should cut it. And that's where you step out of it. Because that's lame. It's like, oh, oh, well, let me just shimmy it down my waist. <laughs> uh, that's no good. Uh, neither is what Hulk Hogan said, apparently. Uh, do you know what he said? He said a couple of bombs that start with the letter N. Do you think he's certain. racist? Uh, you know, I, I've talked about this a couple times now on other podcasts, and... Um, a buddy of mine, who you know, Tate. Uh, uh, a known racist, Tate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, super known racist, Tate Casey, attorney at law. <laughs> Just kidding, but he's, he's, he he's not. Listen. Podcasts are too hard to find, apparently, on phones. He's so not racist. He doesn't listen. He's not racist, but I do ask all my questions about racism to Tate. Yes, Tate. And I usually ask like this. Hey, Tate, is this racist? Tate, is this racist? Blackface. Yeah. So that's just, I make the motion of, I just start sweating because I'm like, oh, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. I sweat oil. It's I don't, my mutant I don't know if I don't know if I'm allowed to ask about this. So, uh, Tate, a great friend of mine for many, many years who's not listening to this, even though I'll tell him to listen to this. Very wise man. He, uh, we were talking about it. We went jogging uh, because my other friend Troy didn't buy DDP yoga, so I have to run. Um, I was talking to Tate about this because it, he doesn't watch wrestling. He'll watch a thing every so often, but it invaded his world. It's like, what is this stuff about Hulk Hogan? White guilt, white guilt, white guilt. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's tearing all of us down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he put it as like, all right, Hogan's dumb. Like, that seems pretty fair to say, right? Like, Hogan's ignorant, but he's not mean. He's not mean-spirited. Like, he may be a racist, 
but there's a difference between um, like being on the sidelines and being ignorant and not doing anything about it rather than being a vindictive, hateful man, like spreading your hate into the world and taking away people's opportunities. It's like it's he's basically prejudiced, but he's not uh, an angry, outward racist like he's worked with people of color and different races all throughout the years. If, if you look back at the record when Hogan's only worked with white guys. Yeah, I don't think that I would say I think he's definitely I would I would say he's racist, but I think it's he's prejudiced. He's prejudiced yeah. like he's prejudiced in the same way that a racist person is. But I'll, I don't think by any means he's a hate filled man. Yeah, he's not doing rallies. He's not doing this and that. It's it's just stupid prejudice. But I'm sure he just he probably has a general feeling of thinking that he's better than other people. Based on having a career like he did, and also the fact sure. that he feels he finds other races to not be as good as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what's being. So said. that's how I would justify another man's <laughs> hatred. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's so weird because a lot. You know what I find weird is a lot of people say, uh, "How could I lose more respect for Hulk Hogan when I didn't have any for him in the first place?" <laughs> Smarks. <laughs> It's like, why? I, I really don't understand the hatred towards Hulk Hogan already. This didn't help, but um, yeah, he's a goofy guy. What do you expect from a guy that's been on the road almost all of his life, probably has very few friends, everybody's looking to get paid for him, everybody wants something from him, and rarely does he have an opportunity to just be him. Well, I think you should always be weary of any superhero who doesn't have a secret identity anymore. Oh. So think about it that way, because he doesn't have like a, like the Terry Bollea sort of aspect of his life right. is non-existent. It's always the Hulkster. It's always Hulk. If you see him, if you pull up next to him on a, on a, on a street, a lily white street in Florida, yeah, devoid of any person of color. And you say, what's up? He's be like, Hey, look at these streets, huh? And you're like, yeah, I guess. Or he goes, I hate our truth. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the only way you can hate Hogan more. I hate our troops. Yeah, you go. No, I hate our troops. Oh, our troops? <laughs> yeah. I, was, I hate our troops, brother. I was saying our truth. I our troops are the worst. I hate our troops, brother. No, I thought you would hate the the black rapper character on WWE, our truth. No, no, no. Hulk Hogan hates our troops. Oh, that's man. the only way that's uh, that's what he could do if he really wanted to get like a clear clean slate. Just, uh, just piss off everybody even more. He should just become Canadian. I think that's the one way to wipe all of this clean now. Hulk Hogan just needs to go, sorry, America, I'm Canadian now. And all the Canadians will just have to take him in because it's their polite, docile way of doing things. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we have to take you in. And they already love him. He gets 20-minute ovations when he goes there. Look, wrestling's still real to them over there. And I think you could be a racist Canadian and no one could really do anything about it. Well, I mean, I think there's right? a lot, well, honestly, you could be racist anywhere and I think someone could always tweet about it. Not a Canadian, like a racist Canadian. Hey, look. Their doors are unlocked. You uh, can come right in and have a discussion. Scott, Canadian Twitter is just, just as vengeful as American Twitter. Is it? It's, yeah. It seems much more friendly. Like everything, every, everything that you write, you then it reposts it and you, you favorite it no matter what. Look, they're a kind, every, a kind, a kind nation. And every, but every, tweet, but there's gonna be racists everywhere. Every tweet ends with hashtag sorry. Well, that's always. <laughs> I feel like they just need to get a little bit more confidence and just believe in what they're saying. Honestly, I think they do. I think they're a kind people. I think Hulk Hogan needs to turn Canadian to right this wrong. 
Well, I mean, if anything, who else is surprised? This is just the ultimate heel turn for Hogan. I mean, right. look, guys, he's going to come back in a little while and everybody's going to cheer. It, it happens. Maybe he's helping out CM Punk. Maybe he's taking the heat off of him and he's like, hey, I'm going to get you back One on the network. One more match. <laughs> One more match. I'm going to get you back on the network. Everything is going to be cool. And then we're going to do a match at WrestleMania because I really need the cash. Oh, uh, yeah. CM Punk would be totally into a match with Hogan, wouldn't he? Yeah. Hogan just drinks and goes on racist tirades. And Punk's living the straight edge life. He's looking cut. Did you see him at that press conference? I or, did not. He's looking really... Uh, some guy who's been on Twitter, I don't know, might be a racist. Or a Canadian. <laughs> if, that's, if that's the new rules we're playing by. Uh, he was calling out uh, CM Punk at a UFC press event. Oh. Yeah. He I, called him out? Yeah, like he he waited his turn. And like He waited his turn in the Q&A. And then finally... Your went, Thor comic sucks. You want to fight? It was kind of along those lines. He just, like, he kept talking about, like, your sister told you to stay away from the Mexican. And I think he was implying that he was the Mexican. And CM Punk just burned him. CM Punk just burned him real bad in front of a bunch of people. Oh, now there's a Rickles for you. Yeah. Well, CM Punk is great. Mm -hmm. I miss him. I miss him in wrestling. I miss, like, whenever there's any sort of, like, UFC, like, 30-second video of Punk talking about whatever, I'm like, yeah, what's going on with him? Huh? So who's greater, CM Punk or Hulk Hogan? Oh, in my mind? Yeah. I I find CM Punk way more entertaining. Oh. And I go by the entertainment uh, test right? instead of the what worth they bring to me, mm-hmm. which is entertainment. So CM Punk's press conference better than Suburban Commando is what you're saying? No, I'm saying CM Punk's UFC press conference better than Hulk Hogan being racist. Hmm. All right. Like if I had to choose one to exist in this world, like Hulk Hogan accepts all people of all nationalities and all genders and all yep. sexual preferences and just being a general like as being a real american being just, a good ambassador yeah being a good will ambassador and being a real american yeah i would and, and him and cm punk getting to do ufc press conferences i'd pick that all right yeah That's i look i may be living in a fantasy world but i pick cm punk mm-hmm. yeah all right that's fair I mean, opposed to CM Punk just being a virulent, 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 uh, however, violent. Uh, yeah, how about that? And instead of Hulk Hogan just being a violent racist, and CM Punk never being uh, shown up in any sort of social media feed and never getting mm-hmm. to hear about what happened, like if Hulk Hogan is racist and we never get to hear CM Punk again, right? Be pretty bummed. And Hulk Hogan's racist. Isn't this the time now for Muhammad Hassan and Davari to come back to WWE? And talk about how racist Hulk Hogan is and how right they were. Uh, Boy, that puts you in a pickle as a fan, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it would because, like, I thought this guy was a heel. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like Hulk Hogan was the heel all along. God, those it really changes those habits going to bed with those wrestle buddies, huh? <laughs> yeah. And the, now it makes a lot of sense. Now it makes a lot of sense because I keep falling asleep and when I'd wake up, Hulk Hogan would be inside my pillowcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a little burning cross on my bedside table. little two eye holes cut out. Yeah. My mom would always get mad at me for cutting a hole in that pillowcase, and I didn't do it. It was <laughs> my Hulk Hogan. didn't do it. It was my Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we took that to its logical <laughs> conclusion, right? I think we did, too. Yeah. Steve, I know right before this, you saw a trailer. I did. Not just any trailer. Which one? I saw two trailers. Yeah, that's true. You did see two trailers. But it would be very appropriate to talk in this podcast. The latest WWE film. Ooh, 12 Rounds Lockdown with Dean Ambrose. 12 Rounds uh, 3. Yeah. 12 Rounds 3. So 36 rounds. Yeah. 
36 rounds. Uh, spoiler alert, guys. The 12 rounds mentioned in this film is the number of bullets Dean Ambrose has. I've never seen a 12 rounds movie yet. Well, those Isn't are... Isn't that the case uh, for all of them? No, that's based around a some sort of sports-related murder game of you've got 12 mysteries to solve. What? 12 puzzles to fix. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And both those movies? Yeah, I believe so. And now it's little rounds. Literally, they're bullets. They're virulent bullets. So then number four is going to be boxing. Because it's 48 have rounds. 12 rounds. Well, how do you mean? In a boxing match. No, I they guess. Gotta, they got to switch up the round, like all the meaning of rounds now. Well, I feel like that or the fourth one could take place in a children's park on a merry-go-round. Yeah, and you get 12 rounds before the bomb goes off in your head. Oh, boy. <laughs> I would have put it on the merry-go-round, but if it's got to be in a child's head, it's got to be in a child's head. I did, well, I didn't say child's head. Some people Fine, are... grown-up's head. Look, these studio notes are killing me, What Scott. about a pregnant woman? The stakes are really high at that point. Yeah, I, that's pretty disturbing. You guys want some stakes? Celebration! Celebration! I'm sorry, did you say... Steak for you! Steak for you! Oh, uh... Have some steak! It's steak time! Uh, Jack Swagger, thanks for joining us. I'm sorry, uh, you handed me a sink with a snake in it. What is this? Is that what you said? A steak! A what? And also some steaks. Oh, steaks. Steaks. Mmm, yummy, delicious steaks. Well, I'm glad it's a small snake. That's a sirloin. Oh, wow. That's a sirloin steak. So also some plumbing supplies. Oh, okay. You gotta have plumbing supplies. You know what, Jack? It's your list. Jack Swagger, thank you for joining us. Normal, normal, rare guest of the podcast. I was about to say normal employee of Comedy Podcast Network. I've been pretty busy hustling. I should say, last I heard from you, you were going out for a couple auditions, correct? Booked it. You booked it. Booked that shit. I should say you just handed me a porcelain sink with a small diamondback snake inside of it. Normally very poisonous, but I see that it's corked. And a sirloin steak. So sirloin thank steak. you, sir. What is going You're on welcome, with you? Scrotums. Oh well, <laughs> thank and you, that's Jack. Hart. For you as well. So you've been hustling. Are you going out on auditions? Are you? Uh, are you I booked that shit? What did you book? I booked that shit. A, a gig, a nice job. The latest WWE film. Oh, which one? Of course, the biggest franchise you got in all, 12 rounds. Oh. They're making a sequel. They're making sequels like crazy. So are you, you're you in 12 rounds four? Three. 12 rounds three. I walked right in there. Oh, sorry. Locked Walked right in there. Uh, 12 rounds three. Well, they haven't come up with the, with the tagline yet, but don't worry. I'm getting there. I got one. Uh, you know what, Swagger? I, the, the, 12 rounds three. Walked right in the room. So what you do? See, you guys know that you're actors and comedians, so you get that shit. But I walked right in. So I'm telling the listener right. how Hollywood works. Okay. So I come in. I don't bring a picture and a resume. I don't bring a headshot. No, no, no. I just take my fingers. I square it up to my head. And I walk right in. And I make a t-shirt of all the credits I have. So oh. I put like, uh, World Heavyweight Champion, Money in the Bank winner, Dolph Ziggler's friend, and Team Partner. You know, things like that. Zeb Coulter is my manager. So you, in fact, function as your own headshot. My headshot and resume. So I walk right in the room. With my fingers cropped right around my head like a picture frame. Mm-hmm. I walk right in and I go, Jack Swagger. All right. And they'll show the writers there, the directors there, the producers are there. And they don't have a camera because I say, you only need the camera because the, the movie's in your mind. I say, 12 rounds three, Swaggerfied. Uh, Jack, I hate to tell you this, but I just saw a trailer for 12 Rounds 3. It's starring They leaked the footage? Oh, was somebody taping on their phone? I didn't write any permission slips for them. We're talking about a full movie. Leaked footage? Uh Uh-oh, did it come out of Comic-Con? Did it come out of Comic-Con? I saw it on YouTube. Dean Ambrose was in it. What? Dean Ambrose was in it. I saw a full trailer for a WWE film starring Dean Ambrose. 
but but he's crazy. Uh, maybe it translates. I don't. Are you? Do you think that you? But he's cra- you don't give a crazy person a gun. Well, how you long? You know what kind of trouble that could lead to? How long were you shooting for? How long were you filming? The guns? I was shooting the guns all in the lobby to practice. Okay, but when you went in in front of cameras, how long were you filming for? I I went into the room, gave him my headshot and resume, and then fired a gun several times in the room. I say I fired way more than 12 rounds. I probably fired about 300 rounds or so. I brought a semi-automatic and just started firing in the room saying... 12 round three, swagger fried, and just saying it over and over again, and giving different interpretations each time I did it, so that way they got what they wanted, and boy, I tell you, they were just blown away. They were blown away. Wow, uh, there's a lot going on with what you just said, so uh, were they filming? Like I said, didn't see the cameras, but if they took something on their phone, they're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to give my permission. Now, Jack, did you hurt anybody? People on their phones are going like, I can't believe what's happening here, please. Get the authorities. It's like, oh, right, I get it. The movie's all about some sort of internal uh, sing operation, and there's a cop in the flash drive. So they were playing out the scene with me. Well, I And then the place was surrounded by police officers. And I shot them all with blanks, of course. I, I, was, I went to the place, and I bought some bullets, and they knew I was a superstar. They knew I'm a Hollywood actor, so of course they sold me blanks. And everybody was playing the part real good. All these guys have m- must be total pros and something and everything. And I mowed them all down. Wow, Jack. Uh, I have to tell you, I'm actually, I'm fearing for my life right now. The sheer amount of mass shootings that have happened in the last, say, I don't know, two months that have happened in the United States. I didn't even know that what happened in Los Angeles at an audition. And honestly, I don't think you got the part. Well, first off, it's called acting, Steve. You should know this. You once had an acting school that used to tout on this Well, podcast. I should point out that if there was police that showed up, I don't think they were probably participating in your act. I may be wrong. Steve. A lot of police, uh, I believe, have to put on an act of some kind, or they have to put up the sort of a masculine sort of aggressive front because it is a dangerous job, but I don't know if they were perhaps playing the vulnerable or playing low status to your well, high status they mass were being, shooter. They were extras and they were trying to squeeze in lines in order to get a SAG card and trying to say mm-hmm. things. It's like, no, 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 no. And whenever they would do that, I'd shoot them right in the mouth because it's like, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to do that. That's against union rules. Well, Jack, I should also point out this time, you seem to be covered in... Is that blood? Is this, you are wet with blood right now? Uh, I believe this is stage blood. Ah, of course. Yes. Stage blood. How does it taste? Is, it, is it minty? Is it a minty? Or is it just... It's like iron. It's a little coppery? It's, a, it's, a, hmm. it's like pennies. It's like penny blood. It's like if Abraham Lincoln bled, mm-hmm. this is what it would taste like. All right, Jack, I feel like you might be a little bit more method actory than you're probably going to know. It seems like you're sort of really scared the line of fantasy and reality, which is really a dangerous, exciting place for theater, honestly. I think I nailed it, to be perfectly honest. I don't know what this whole Gene Ambrose thing is. I think uh, there's some kind of fan footage trailer that's maybe, been cut together. Maybe. It could very well be some sort of... I think it's big time. I think you're going to see Jack Swagger on TV screens everywhere. You're going to see me on uh, posters, and people are going to want me. People are going to want me and hunt me down and, like, get him in here. Get him in this cell so I can shoot another movie with him. Of course, I'm talking about movie cells. Of course, movie, movie cells. cells. Yeah, that's uh, the holding cell that you're in while they shoot a movie. Exactly. Yeah. I imagine a lot of those movie posters are going to be at post offices. 
Oh, yeah, because a lot of people, they all have to go to the post office. And you're on your phone. All I want to do is look at trailers while I'm waiting for stamps. And that's where you're going to see Jack Swagger. Wow, Jack, uh... Big time. You know what? I just, I wish, I wish you and everyone around you just the utmost safety. Uh, that's, that's uh, looks like, uh... Oh, out of bullets. <laughs> out of bullets. I pulled out a gun. I was trying to shoot you. Just to show yeah, you. I... Are you scared? <laughs> Yeah, I was a little scared. Well, you better not be a corrupt cop, because then I shoot you. Oh, just ah. like the uh, just like the film. Yeah, yeah. I shoot first and don't ask questions. Why would you? Because that's just boring exposition. People just want to see you tear Terrence's ass. Answer with a gun. Answer with a gun. Mm-hmm. Twelve round three. Swagger fight. Answer with a gun. Wow. Uh, well, Jack, thank you very much for joining us. I wish you the best in your movie career and. Uh, I really hope that your representation, or whoever they are, finds you the proper... Should I say training? Do I want to say training, or sort of... Oh, yeah. Or just the acting school that really oh, sort yeah. of gets you in a safe place. Yeah, I gotta go get some grenades from down in the basement. I'll see you later. Scott, what are we do? <laughs> do you think he stashed grenades in the basement from when he used to work with us? Yeah, we used to go buy gr- uh, grenades together at flea markets. Oh, bomb fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. I only went once. Fishing. I only oh, went once. you should have gone more, Steve. It's so fun. I Yeah, but you get so many fish that first time, you can't get any fish afterwards. Right. It's it's really tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have got a rock star on the show. And he's back. He's back again on the show. Rockstar Spud over in the UK, uh, adapting back into the life because he's been in America for so long. And, uh, well, as you'll hear a little bit later on in the interview from uh, Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes, Spud's got a problem with me. Spud's got a bone to pick with me. And uh, we'll get to that, but after a big game of uh, uh, Super Fight and everything else. So enjoy Rockstar Spud back on the podcast. In the car with driver Jay O'Leary. Hello. Hi, Jay. Hi, Tom. Hi. And uh, and then passenger, the uh, former two-time TNA X Division champion, Rockstar Spud. Hello, Thomas. How are you? I'm um, I'm fine. I'm good. And we have decided because you've been doing a lot of media this week, so we're basically going to chat shit until we get to our location. Absolutely brilliant. Hey, listen, we've got to pass the time somehow. Uh, we're on the left-hand side of the road now, which is absolutely bloody brilliant. Uh, I feel I feel at home. I feel at home. But you did say when we went to get petrol earlier that we were going to the gas station, and then yeah. you you yelled at yourself for being American. Yes, I did. I did. And I'm gonna if, if at any point I say soccer, slap me in the face. Oh, we will. Oh, um, probably thank kick you. you out the car. I did appreciate that. Straight out. Uh, be, because you know the clues in the wording, uh, boys and girls, if you're listening to this, foot, ball, and okay. egg, and egg. <laughs> What? Uh, just... Well, man, and this is, this is it. You call them on this, and you tell them this, and this is all they say. Well, buddy, you don't like this. This is America. You can get out. You can get it. Yeah. That's all I get. Yeah. All they give me. Fuck off, all of you. Right. And that's Rockstar's fun in America. Yeah. <laughs> His opinion. It's my life. And you, you, yeah, it's all... 
it's all it's all fun and games when we're uh, you know how is it living in America it's the American dream well Britain is like a womb you spend all the years trying to get out of it and all I want to do is get back fucking in <laughs> it's alright when it's sunny like this yeah but you, you, you haven't been here for the six months that's cold that's a, wet miserable hell that's a really good point because uh, you know I think a lot of a lot of times in this country it's uh, yet very it's very uh very negative, and I think that's because of Monday mornings, uh, the weather, and can't wait till Friday, lols, beer on the weekends with... Living the, for the weekend. Yeah, the lads. Don't forget hump day. Don't forget our dinner with the boy. Cheeky yeah. Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. <laughs> Speaking of Cheeky Nando's, cheeky shit service in Fulham. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous. Really. Waiting for 35 minutes for my bastard food, and my bastard chips, and my bastard bloody half chicken. Never going back there. Nando's is overrated. That's all I'm going to say. Everyone loves it. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. But I would never choose to go there actively. Food's a subjective business, just like uh, pro wrestling. Just like yeah. anything. If you like it, great. If you don't, everything's Marmite, mate. Yeah. Everything. Uh, who would you... If you were to compare Nando's to a professional wrestler, who would it be? Me? Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't know. Part, you could, dead or alive, retired, you know... I really don't know. The, 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 the gobbledygooker. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Because yeah. it's, it's chicken, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's chicken. Is the gobbledygooker a turkey? Oh, it gives a shit. Red Rooster, same family. Red Rooster, there yeah. There we go. There yeah, we go. The, yes, exactly. The Red Rooster. Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Terry yeah. Taylor is Nando's. Yep, good good workout. Tastes nice. Some didn't like him. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be what is this kind of entire podcast, I think. Talking auto bollocks. Something I am an absolute world champion at. Have you bought your card game, Tom? I've got my card game. What the? Oh my god. Hang on, hang on. Oh, this has just been dropped on me for everybody listening. So, So, uh, all of us, all of a sudden, now the kid. Oh, we're just going to do this podcast, no problem. And now, now this is the point where the guest gets swerved into stuff. No, this is. Because we're gone. This is. (laughs) Excuse me. All the bless. God, I got it all over the microphone. Look at it. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, mate. Right, so this is, um, this, ge- this game, this game is all about talking shit. So, I'm winning right, right now. I've got some black cards and I've got some white cards. Okay. So, so, so right, right. Before first. Before we go on, this is going to get us, this isn't a stereotypical, stereotypical, you know, you know, uh, you know, well, what do you think of this or what do you think of that? What is it? Come on. Right, okay. So, look. right, right. Um, take, take a card. Uh, it's a white card first. Any white card you want. Okay, so fight. All right, and I will, I will also take a white card. Hang on, hang on. Um, you can, hang on. And then take one black card as well. Christ. All right, and I will take a uh, black card. All right, so read out what your card says. Uh, the white one and then the black one. Carnivorous plant riding a nuclear missile. Okay, so you've got a carnivorous plant riding a nuclear missile. And I have a honey badger that can leap over tall buildings in a single bound, okay? Now we have to argue about which one would win in a fight. So you, ha- you, you have to tell me why a carnivorous plant riding a nuclear missile. riding a nuclear missile? <laughs> and if, and if, and if you, this nuclear missile hits you, we're not only taking you out, taking out, I'm even taking out myself. This is a suicide mission. <laughs> it's a carnivorous plant. I mean, think about it. Well, I mean, a human, a man-eating I, plant. I assume it's, it's, it's going to be like a sentient carnivorous plant, so it's got some level of intelligence here. Well, it does. It's a plant, right? You don't suspect it. You go in the little shop of horrors. Feed me. Here he comes. Want some blood? 
You know, you keep giving him blood, Audrey 2 or whatever it was, <laughs> and then the Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors sides off Rick Moranis, and now all of a sudden, what's he got? He's found a nuclear missile! He's found a nuclear missile, and now he's planning to kill us all, with loads of little Audrey 2s. Yeah. All these plants are trying to kill us. I've got a honey badger that can leap over tall buildings in a single bound, so my theory, yeah, so my theory... So just jump over buildings. So, so, yeah, no, 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 my, my honey badger, my honey badger, is also probably quite sentient, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe, and he can probably jump directly onto that missile, because it's at quite a height. And do what? And disarm the nuclear missile. Well, hang on, no, it's not a, it's not And you a... know what? That carnivorous plant eats the honey badger. You know what the honey badger does? Mate, They're vicious yeah, bastards. Yeah, well, he up. eats his way out of the plant and wins. Honey badger, you can't change the rules. It's not a, a honey badger that, that can leap over tall buildings and disarm nuclear warheads, is it? I, I, so I, no. I just made it one that can, that yeah, can disarm nuclear warheads. But that's not the game. Either way, my carnivorous plant riding a nuclear missile pisses over your weird, weird jumping honey badger. Have you ever, have you ever seen a honey badger? They are the most vicious bastards on earth. Yes, but I can't disarm a nuclear fucking warhead. Yeah, but you know what? It gets in the nuclear warhead, bites some wires. You know, what? it's disarmed that nuclear stop, warhead. Stop trying to add talent to your really shit honey badger. Okay, do the job. Do the job. Lie down. You're lost. All right. And at this point, we've got we've got Jay here. Uh, uh, Jay, you have to decide who the winner of the contest is, so, and, and for what reason. To be fair, it's pretty clear on this one, the carnivorous plant pisses thank all you, over your, you. uh, your angry honey badger that, that you've just made up to a badger. Because it's got a nuclear missile. Thank you. That's a bloody outrage. That's not bloody outrage. Yeah, right? We've got a nuclear fucking yeah. missile. Your honey badger can jump over buildings, but if the nuclear missile's taken out of the buildings, it's superpowers move. Exactly. Exactly. Right, but round two. Round two. Round two. Round two. Right. Right. Okay. Pick a black is it, card. Is this the best two out pick of three? A, yeah. yeah. Pick a black card. Pick a black card. Black card. All right. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Do you want these, man? Um, put them down there. Hang on. Honey badger. I'm bloody knackered, everyone. I am absolutely hanging out my balls. We we were out till 5 a.m. It was. We had a fun night. It was awesome. We went to an 80s bar. Wasn't bad. Francesca would accuse me of all and sundry and, went, you know, tried to assault me. She was and whispering up things to me that I didn't repeat. She's a... She's a... She's a vixen. She's a vixen. A vicious vixen. All right, I wish, I wish take a white card. I, I wish you'd whisper stuff to me instead of shouting at me all the time. <laughs> and I will take one as well. And I will take a black card. All right, um, hang on, hang on. What have you got? Goliath with cannons instead of hands. Oh, so fucking Tom. All right, well, you're so dead. You might, Tom, don't even start. Look, you might have Goliath with cannons instead of hands, but I've got the Loch Ness monster swinging a two-ton tuna fish. Okay. I've already won in our look, we don't even need to have this discussion. Look, everyone knows the mystery of Nessie. Nobody knows where Nessie is. Nessie is a stealthy fucking bastard. She's got a two-fin tuna She's a jock. that weighs oh, two yeah. tons. Angry. Angry. She, Goliath might have cannons for hands, but I think Nessie sneaks up out of that war. Goliath is not paying attention. He's looking for David. Nessie, tuna, back of the head. Down goes Goliath. Nessie versus Goliath, the second chapter of that film, film, novel, biblical tale. Nobody knows. Right, and then Nessie wins. Goliath, Goliath takes this shot of tuna, and then while he's lying on the floor, because what the hell was that? And then realizes it's just a tuna. No, it was a, so two, it was a two ton tuna. Fine. It weighs two tons. He got he got taken out with a little pebble. A two ton tuna is gonna wreck right, him. Right, right. Now think about this. 
I'm getting back up because I'm fucking Goliath, okay? Because I ain't selling that shit. So I'm getting... So, <laughs> this so, isn't a wrestling so, match. So I'm getting up. Oh, everything's a fight, mate. You want to fight? Here we go. So I'm getting up. The music hits. I, lo I look, and I'm slowly getting up like Martin, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in Bad Boys 2. This <laughs> shit just got real. <laughs> Apply the cat. The cannons, I just lift up and I shoot ya and I shoot ya and I shoot Nessie and yeah, Nessie's just taking hits. What? Taking hits and bam, she's dead. What you miss there is the stealthiness of Nessie because by the time he's got up, he's like, who the fuck did that? Nessie's back in the seat. He hasn't even fucking seen her because she snuck up behind him. Oh, shit. He, he's like, who the fuck did yeah, that? Yeah, she well, snuck up behind him again. Yeah. Two ton tune into the back of the head for a second time. Goliath's head oh, sudden, at the time. All of a sudden, we're, blunt we're, force we're trauma. He's down. They, fighting in the water. No, we're fighting sudden. at the water side. Okay. Oh, it's the water Nessie, side. Nessie wouldn't then. leave the lock. This is, this is oh, a Oh, so Nessie's a pussy as this, well. So yeah, she's she, hitting him no, running. No, she's, she's a fucking yeah. dinosaur okay, ninja. Okay, so how about this? Goliath goes in the water after Nessie, and when Nessie tries to swing the tuna, listen, listen, let me have my go fucking on, spot, alright? <laughs> Nessie, he's trying to swing the tuna, but the, the obviously the uh, the impact of it is uh, ruined because of the water, and it makes you run, you know, move slower. So now I can fire the cannons, and you ain't got no chance, mate, because as slow as the cannons will be, they will still destroy Nessie because she can't swing the tuna fast enough. But but you, you don't win. Nessie's stealthed away. Goliath doesn't even realise after two hits that Nessie is anywhere around him. You've he's you're like adding he, again. Goliath. Goliath. Of course again. she's stealth. Have stealth you ever? Things? Has anyone ever seen the lot of this monster? Yes. Because she's stealthy. Nobody's seen her. How stealthy can you Oh, so she doesn't you? fucking exist. So that means that by default, no, because Nessie doesn't exist. Nobody's seen her because she's stealthy. But don't stealthy creationism. Okay, so she's that stealthy. How do we know she exists? You're full of shit. Well, how do we know Goliath exists? We've seen him. <laughs> what? On cameras? No, on gladiators. <laughs> yeah. If it's that fucking Goliath, all right, it's Goliath from gladiators. Nessie drops a two-ton tuna on him. He's crushed to death. I don't care how strong he is. He can't lift a two-ton tuna. Can he's, got, he's got cannons for hands. Oh, wait, no. No, Goliath has just been uh, crushed. Oh, I think I If it's Goliath from the UK television series of the reboot of gladiators, Nessie it can also be the crushed. mythical god as well, so, you know. Well, you've got to make up your mind. It okay, it's a mythical rule. god. Well, you've already, you've already, you can't change the rules. No, so I can't. Said, no. You can't lay out no, that he's Goliath from Gladiators. Okay, Goliath from Gladiators has now been given uh, godlike status. Well, it's just adding powers here. It's just been, no, he's just on the, no, he's just, he's just, listen, listen, no, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, he's gone on the gas, so that means that none of this can harm him, all right? All right, I think that's probably a, a good time to call this one. Jay, uh, this what's is, your opinion? This is a difficult one, because I don't know how stealth, how stealth Nessie can be so. carrying a two-ton tuna. I mean, but at the same time, if the fight does go into the water, how do you fire a cannon underwater? Easy. Missiles, you idiot. Have you not seen uh, missiles? Well, they're on his missile launcher. He has a cannon. They're on his hands? So it doesn't matter. What's going to happen? Same as a missile with a submarine. So I'm a Goliath submarine. I think the official decision is going to have to be this one goes to a draw. So oh, Nessie, come on. Nessie wins. Yeah. Nessie wins this one to make it best two out of three. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, great. Oh, it's yeah. such a wrestling stick. Yeah, so such good. a wrestling stick. Yeah. Best of five series. Oh my god, it went to five. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> no, it's best of three. Best of three. All right. Okay. Okay. So this is the deciding round. Make take it, a, take, it a take a white card, Spud. Hang on, mate. Let's get in some juice. In some juice.
because I've got literal Teen Wolf and is faster than a speeding bullet. Shit. You're doomed. <laughs> this is mine. This is in the bag. Uh, I don't know, man. That, that, it depends how many you fire at him, really. You can't, you can't avoid all of them. He's, he's, he's faster than a speeding bullet. A speeding bullet. One. He can, he can outrun those. Can you fire them? You can't run, you can run, run them, but he can't fucking out, out fucking shoot them. He can, he can run away from them every but time. He Misses all the bullets. That gun is useless. Hey, l hey, let me point something out to you. Superman's faster than a speedy bullet, you know but he still got shot. That that one skeleton is. No, 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 it's an army. Yeah, no, no. But they've only got one Gatling gun. That is very clear in that card. That one skeleton is firing. This guy is faster. Th these firing guys, a little this guy is fa faster than a speeding bullet, but not faster than an army of skeletons once they all pile on him and beat the fuck no, out of him. That that army of skeleton. That that guy with the Gatling gun is shooting the gun at literal Teen Wolf, and he's just running around the army. That guy with the Gatling gun is mowing down his own army of skeletons. So when the army jumps up on top of literal Teen Wolf, we're going to shoot this motherfucker while he's on the ground because he can't run away. He's faster than a speeding bullet. He's just got his arm out clotheslining. And he's Teen Wolf, so, I mean, come on, it's just... Teen Wolf is the greatest movie of all time. I'm prepared I'm prepared to do the job because Teen Wolf's my favourite movie. I'm prepared to do the job. I'll lie down for Teen Wolf out of respect. Alright, Jay. The, 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 the team will have to win, I think, on this one. Yeah, just just because it's my favourite movie. I think it's I think that's what he did. I just I, I, I just beat a former exhibition champion. It's fine. In an honourable contest. You know what? Uh, Shoot fight. What none of you realise is that most people do uh, defeat me every week, and then I come <laughs> and I come back even more over because I lost. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's why you finished. It's called the underdog. Yeah. Why isn't it called the ugly dog? What if I'm also trying to, uh, you know be my own identity, even though using the same move, I'll want to, you know, avoid as much, um, you know, similarities, even even though big inspiration growing up, but as much similarities with, uh, you know, Mr. Hoyson as possible. Probably tried to go through less tables than him too. He went through a lot of tables. I, so I couldn't through, have been I, I went through 18 tables in one month. Wow. Uh, what? <laughs> house show loop and, house show loops and TV. Uh, that's what happens when you're feuding with Bully Ray. <laughs> and Ow. Um, and Ow, yeah. Um, can we just go back to um, the Teen Wolf reference before yes. we disappear? Because um, I believe last night you were uh, saying that you wanted to get Teen Wolf tattooed on the back of your ear or something. Yeah. I want a badge on, tattooed on my body from him. Um, any, just, just a Teen Wolf Maybe on the back or... of my ear, maybe on my wrist, I don't know where. I've never had a tattoo before and I'd like to have that because that film is awesome. Then you could join with Eddie, Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards and become the American Teen Wolves. Or the Brim-American Teen Wolves. The Brim-American Teen Wolves. There we go. There go. The Bringlish. I'm sensing the money. Bringlish roses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay, do you want to ask your question about ducks? Oh, right, okay, so... 
Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a dozen duck-sized horses? Just a horse-sized duck, because there's only one of them. No, you've gone the wrong way around. Oh, oh no, wait, no, you haven't. Am I getting paid? But it's a duck the size of a horse. Yeah. It's a duck the size of a horse. Right. Or 12 horses that are as big as ducks. Duck-sized horse? How are you going to be a duck-sized horse? That'd be terrifying. Am I getting paid? But no, you're just, you're having a fight. It's, it's a street fight. They've jumped you. It's a 3 a.m. Okay, so, so, so I'm definitely wearing jeans then. <laughs> yeah, you're in jeans. Okay. Yeah. Street fight rules. Um... Fuck it. You know, I'll just beat the shit out of him. I'm not, you know, there's a, you know, there's a, uh, you know, there's a big, uh, known factor in the locker room that I'm one of the, uh, Know, the uh, toughest and fieriest uh, young men that you'll find because uh, I will punch a bitch and, uh, <laughs> and I will uh, I will knock someone out and uh, it's been known so uh, you know if you didn't I'm, I'm outing myself right now I'm one of the toughest bastards in pro wrestling and uh, and you laugh and you'll kick that duck's ass horse sized duck's ass and I'll kick that horse sized duck's ass because uh, you know it's all a work, ladies and gentlemen. I play these, the, uh, you know, this, the underdog and the little guy that's trying his best. But I have, I have uh, had altercations with several, several professional wrestlers and and beat. I you were going to say I had altercations with several horses. I've had altercations with all kinds of wild animals um, and you know, a, a mastiff, a wild boar, um, <laughs> and, and especially Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff knows. That's why, you know. As, as angry as Dave Mastiff is, me and him have never come to fisticuffs because he knows full well I would knock him the fuck out. So that, that's why we don't ever come to blows because Dave knows he's fighting a losing battle because, you know, I'm, I'm just tough. I think the only person in British wrestling that could give me a run for my money is Paul Robinson because he's, he's, he's scary. Uh, scary tough. But uh, us midgets are feisty, man. We, uh, <laughs> we, we, will beat, we will beat someone up. <laughs> What was it we were, you wanted to talk about before we started recording? Something to do with sentient beings. You what? What was it? You you said we should talk about that. You were talking about Superman or something, mate. Oh, uh, no, you were talking yeah. about um, the artificial intelligence. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that was it. I honestly, I honestly think in 20, 30, 40 years or something, well, in the future, uh, that... Whoa, easy. God, they don't get any better at driving here. Um, yeah, we're on a solid motorway here. Solid motorway. Gotta love the M25. Gotta love the freeway. Um, <laughs> That's right, one. Bloody America. The, um, the Terminator 2 and Terminator concept of machines taking over and having artificial intelligence. Jay just touched on it that his, uh, his lovely girlfriend's cat's father uh, actually has a car that parks itself. Yeah. Now, Right now, we're having machines taking the jobs of human beings, just looking inside supermarkets, and we've got self-checkouts, uh, we've, we've got them all over the place. We, we, we don't need human beings. So eventually, the machines are going to be doing the jobs for us, just like in the concept of uh, James Cameron's classic Terminator and Terminator 2. So, if, if heaven forbid, that they give an artificial create an, art, an artificial intelligence that's strong enough and powerful enough to control itself, we be fucked. You know, really um, know that. a couple of weeks ago, um, it's, a, it's a sad story, but very poignant, um, a, uh, a, a journalist whose name was Sarah Connor, apparently hadn't seen the Terminator films, uh, wrote a story 
about how a um, robot arm uh, in a car factory killed someone. And as a result, everyone started sending her Terminator things and she's just responded like, I have no idea what Terminator is or what it was about. That's amazing. So, so yeah, it's already happened. The, the, the uh, mechanical car arms that build cars have become sentient and started attacking humans. So you're telling me was it that a a cybernetic organism from the future has been sent to the past in order to kill a, a woman because her unborn child will, will uh, lead the resistance against the machines in the future when they take over the world and somebody from the future has come to save her and it's already happened. I think so. Well, um, we did some time travelling last night actually. Now I think about Where it. Did we go? We went back to the 80s, and you know who was there? You from the 80s. Well, you from the noughties. The early noughties. It was well good. It was, it was a guy with, with Spud's, like, um, old, old indie haircut, and it was uncanny. He was my dad. And you never know where you're going to bump into it was, him again. It was, it was, yeah, it was either Skynet or Back to the Future. I'm not sure which, but there's definitely some sort of time travelling going on down there. Unbelievable. Good for him. Good for him. He was a handsome man. He was a handsome man. I'll give you the photo. That can be the photo on the podcast. Last night you were saying it was the best night of your life. It was. I mean, a reflex. It took me three years to get there. I didn't know what a reflex was until last night. I know. And how good in, are they? It was really good. Yeah, it was super. And I can't believe you didn't know what a reflex was. Spud won't let me find the doctor at your knee. Spud won't let me put it online, but I have footage of him singing along full belt to like a prayer and it's, it's amazing footage it's you a great asked, song you asked the DJ to put on you asked him as well no I went and said to him what I went to because you haven't put like a prayer on he went four and a half minutes no you did you <laughs> oh you did you're the one that told me to ask for it in the first place you properly put what a you bunch of marks in I'm a grado mark I, 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 I did happen to wear my grado t-shirt what, what, what I loved as well is that still and it's been three fucking years Whenever John Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, comes on, every, everybody turns around to me and goes, And you just no-sell it. And I just don't sell it, because I'm like, I don't care, guys, all right? I'm not going to get up and start dancing. I'm not doing fucking anything. No, stop, okay? Leave me the fuck alone. The reason I chose that song is because it's annoying. I hate it. Go away. Baby Jesus. <laughs> That's what I was called. Past tense. Let's move on, kids. Let's move on. Next question. Next question. Next question. Um, Tom, I've got a question for you. Well, this is your second car cast, yeah? Um, car cast? Yes, car oh, cast. The first one was with Cat. We had a good time. And you got lost. No, I didn't get lost. I followed the Tom Tom to the route that it told me to go. Tom Tom. Tom followed Which Tom -tom. is the, the English sat nav. Um, and I followed it to the route it wanted to go, and Just the wrong way. And it got us lost. Not me. It. Give me your hotspot, Tom. Um, oh, the hotspot. Hang on. It working. Let me turn it back on. Let me turn it back on. Need to look at my internet pornography. All right. In that case, well, I guess we'll sign off. At, uh, Spud, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Hughes. Pornhub. <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be on Google.com. <laughs> Uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Google Images. Yeah, they're my favourite. That's where I'll be on the internet. Uh, yeah, it's Hotmail. Go check the emails. If, if people, Twitter. If people want to send you questions then to about your life. Oh, uh, you can't, you can't do that because I'm a celebrity. Because I'm a celebrity. So yeah, see you later. <laughs>
<laughs> you can't do that, I'm sorry. That's just weird. What's your Twitter? Oh, uh, at Rockstar Spud. And right. Instagram is uh, Rockstar underscore Spud. And if you search on Facebook, it's Rockstar5PUD. Because somebody took Rockstar Spud and I'll find you, you bastard, and I'll kill you. What a prick. Yes, what a prick. Bloody bastard. Convenience in my life to make my S a 5. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, Jay, thank you. No worries. And you. Rockstar Spud, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, pleasure is all yours. Pleasure is all mine. Back to the studio with you, Scott and Steve. Oh, wait. Can you insult Scott a bit more? Because you did that last time. Just in a brief 30 seconds. About him being American, basically. Scott. Uh, we've, had this, we've had this argument before. But listen. Uh, in any football game, we would win. And whatever, whatever you call it, soccer. Any soccer game, we would win. I hate you, Scott, and uh, I will find you, and uh, I'm going to steal your family pet, and uh, and you got you boys may laugh, but I'm going to hold it hostage, and I'm going to take photographs of that dog enjoying himself and enjoying himself with me. All right, I'm going to pet it, going to get it, get it in the finest dog food. Stroke the shit out of that dog. Pretty nice. I think you guys have took this the completely wrong way, and I know we've just come off the uh, pornography subject, but uh, that's not anything that I had in mind. But uh, thanks anyway. And on that note, back to the studio. Ooh, Rockstar Spud burned you. He burned you bad, Scott. God, he hates me. He's a charming guy. Okay, Spud, if you're listening... It's like James Bond versus James Bond. Spud, if you're listening, we we talked... We had you on the podcast before. I was with Tom over in England, and then I met you in person. We took the WrestleMania 3 poster photo. We had good times. But, man, be, you know, I'm with Spud. Hashtag, I'm with Spud. But he's hashtag Spud hates Scott. It's big. Like, he... He's coming after me. I, I don't care about football. I don't care about soccer. I call if I go over there, I know it's football. I know that you guys call football. I get that. I, I, I you know, I own up to that, but no. I call Plus, it zebra polka dot ball. <laughs> no, but you're gonna get some hate from Spud. Hey look, it's gonna I be Spud hates Steve. I, I always answer with a headbutt. That's how I <laughs> that's how I solve my problem. He's a shorter guy, so you're just gonna <laughs> <a whoosh>. <laughs> whiplash <laughs> on the top of the head. It's yeah. like brr. Yeah. You're gonna crack your own skull. Get it all get it all in the chin. But man, he is coming after me for being American and all this like hey, Spud, I like you. I don't get it, but he wants to steal my dog. I met your dog. Yeah. Last time I met your dog, uh Hey, Justin, last time I met your dog, uh, I got this big old snot from it on my leg, but it was right around, it was like, it looked like I'd uh, ejaculated on myself. Slobber. What'd I call it? Snot. I think it's snot. Dogs don't snot. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they have wet noses, but it's not snot. They've, I've seen green stuff come out of a dog's nose before. <laughs> that it was dog in a, was about to die. No, it was in a documentary. It was like that, that lion that that dentist shot. No, it was like a documentary. It was like a documentary. It was a documentary <laughs> called Christmas Vacation. And they had, there was a dog that sneezed on Chevy Chase. No. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, it's time for Jerk Tweets. 
follow us at Twitter. Uh, nope. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Curtain Jerks. I'll figure uh, same thing happened last week. Contact Twitter. Contact ask them Twitter. about us. Get permission slips. Uh, Get us verified. Make sure that Rockstar Spud hates me still. And then, uh, you know, send us hashtag jerk tweets about the show, about the podcast, about Dave Made Amaze, about whatever. Gamergate, Hamburger Town. You pick it. You hashtag it. We'll be there. Why Josh Callahan constantly removes his glasses. Why we're making so many references to people that we know personally and you maybe don't. Yeah, look, that's called audience participation, guys. That's right. We engage our audience by talking to them on this one-way format. And we're talking about you now because you're asking us stuff. And now we're going to interact with you guys because you're going to say something to us that we're going to respond to. At the Francis Reyes says, what has been your highlight of 2015? Oh, God, so many. What's been your highlight? Mad Max 3. Times seeing Mad Max three times. I'm like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, see Mad Max three. I all I could think of was Mad Max three times. Mad Mad Max Max three times. times. You know. Oh shit! Getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I'm not gonna. I'm not lying to you. I did that exact same thing a week ago. So I was like, "What was your highlight of uh, 2015?" I was like, "Oh, it's gotta be Mad Max." I was like, you got, we got married. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, I'm so glad that's captured for all of time. Hey, look, it's true. I really like that movie. And I got married. Did you see it with Chelsea? Yeah, we saw it once. Okay, good. Was it the first time? Did it feel like the first time? I think it was the third time. All right. (laughs) It happens. Did I see it three times or four times? I hope I got married. <laughs> <laughs> I got married. Oh, shit. I saw Mad Max once and got married three times. Uh, I got too many rings on this finger. Oh, my Mad Max rings. <laughs> uh, okay, who'd you see it with the first time? I saw it by myself. Really? Yeah, I went. I saw a David Mamet play with my wife called The Anarchist, and then she went home and I went and saw Mad Max. And then the second time I saw it with my friend Mickey, wrestling fan. Mickey Gallier. Mickey Gallier. And then the third time, I saw it with my wife. Okay. On a Sunday afternoon, and then I performed with you at Bro Squad that night. Oh. And a fourth time, is it coming? Or you're just, you're just uh, waiting I, for me to get it I digitally ju- so you can watch it? I just drove... I don't know if I'm going to watch it on DVD or Blu-ray or digitally. What? I really liked it in the theater a what? lot. I'm going to watch that all the time. It's really, really good. Um, I just saw it. It's, at a, it's playing in a theater in Beverly Hills called The Music Box, right by Robertson. I was thinking I might go see it there also. Okay. And, see it, and go see it in a smaller theater. You know, just to see how it holds just up. Just to see. Yeah. I'm going to buy the 3D Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I don't have any 3D capability, anything, but just in case. You, But you can, turn, want, you can turn that off and on, right? Right, It has, like, you can just watch it normally and everything, but I want to have that movie in every way possible. Like, whatever, it's like... Every format. We have some new technology where it's smell-o-vision. Like, we're finally doing it. Like, oh, all right, I guess... That's I one that. of those ones where if they released it on VHS, I'd probably buy a copy. Sure! Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have it. So, okay, so... Steve, is it Mad Max or getting married is the highlight? Uh, I'd say being married is the highlight. Okay. Yeah. get Not getting married, but being married is probably my highlight of 2015. Uh, Mad Max is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a big import WrestleMania for yeah. the first time was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. 
even with like nosebleed seats, the best WrestleMania I've ever been to because I was there live. That was a lot of fun. And like getting sunburned on the top of my head <laughs> and buying shirts that were too small. Like every aspect of that trip to me, getting up way too early to go to WrestleCon, every aspect of that trip was mm-hmm. wonderful. Was Being really talked down fun. to and talked up by wrestlers. Yeah. Like really not knowing how you stand with someone when you meet them for the first or fourth time. Yeah. That's, that was really cool. Just to go like, is this going to go extremely well or am I about to, will I be a part of a scene that I didn't mean to cause? Uh, shooting a, a movie that I wrote four years ago for mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah, 2015 has been monumental. It's hard to pick a highlight because I'm so, so blessed. I'm so blessed. <laughs> Uh, uncross your fingers, please. What? I'm so blessed. No, I, I you know, like... I keep, sorry. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. Intertwining your fingers, I guess I should have said. I should probably take off this red Pope's hat. <laughs> um, well, I've seen Mad Max three times. I'm hoping the fourth is the best time, because I'm planning on going. I cried the third time. I did too. Yeah, I don't know why it was the third time it did it, but that was, like, really emotional. The first time I saw it... But we uh, talked about this. What, what was it for you? Was it... Why did you get teary? Well, the first time I saw it, I saw it with spoiler country guys on a date uh, with a with a good friend of mine, um, and we had donuts. We smuggled donuts into the theater. Nice. That was amazing. Um, what makes Mad Max better? Donuts. Number two, saw it with a guest of the show, a friend of the show, uh, Shane Hartline. Guess. Striking resemblance to Marquee Extreme on On Your Mark. Yeah, friend, guest of the show, mm-hmm. Shane Hartline. Um, and then third time, I saw it uh, with. Good Lord, who did I see that with? Another probably... Oh, I saw it with Tate. Okay. Uh, racist no, no, oh. attorney at law. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, I say racist because he knows racism. He's not, in fact, racist. Right. Yeah. Um, so I saw it with Tate. And Knower was, of racists. No. <laughs> that's when I cried. I cried a lot during it. But it was like a little weeps. Like yeah. It wasn't like bawling. It was just... I was so blown away by the fact that George Miller could create this could could uh conceive it create it and put it out there and just make it so beautiful because in a small way uh this sounds super weird but like that's how i think of this podcast where i have these big thoughts and imaginations of it and it's like i want it to be something like this and it's like he did this in such a big gigantic way he took something and made it very majestic Mm -hmm. i can understand that yeah so uh and then i'm hoping to see it number four time with on another date with someone who I very much like and been wanting to share that because I've had these discussions with her of like oh my god it's it's fucking mind blowing it's art it's it's tragedy it's this it's that like you just have to see it so I'm hoping I get to see that that'd be amazing but um, a highlight of god you said a lot of them already um, I'm glad we I'm you know what I'm really impressed is that we got to share so many of them that's really impressive to that me. is impressive like there was you were at my wedding you were at right well, you uh, got us to Wrestlemania you got us uh, I think probably if you don't see it on your date I will definitely put on a dress and go see Mad Max for the fourth time with you um, you were in the movie that we made like I think there's a lot of for us sort of stroking the past in 2015 I think like there's a lot of highlights. There's a lot of crazy highlights. Oh, I guess they probably wanted something wrestling related besides WrestleMania. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Seth Rollins winning at Mania. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was really crazy. Kevin Owens finally coming out and challenging John Cena. Oh. oh. Actually, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, 
What is the next uh, NXT event? I don't care. Isn't like NXT oh, sorry, Brooklyn what? coming up or something? Sure. Hey, dude, Enzo Amore's going to be there. Oh, I went to see the house show. How was the house show? I'll talk about the house show next week. Maybe oh, we you hear it. that, listeners? No, I went to go see the house show in Los Angeles. Very last minute. Crazy shit. It was a crazy week. But What'd you get to eat? What was your what was your concession? I went to lemonade beforehand. Oh, so you didn't want shit. Oh no, you went to the restaurant lemonade. I've been wor- I've been tr- working out and trying to. No, be no, I hear you, but I was just for a second there. I thought you just got lemonade beforehand and you weren't gonna eat anything because there was too much citrus. No, 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 not the drink, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, look, I had to explain my misassumption. There's a restaurant in Los Angeles called Lemonade. It's right next to a restaurant called Pee Pee. <laughs> and uh, then uh, if you go around the corner. Fudge. It's a little they fun shop. Yeah, there. it's just a cute little fun shop. Um, it's hard to get through the door, but the, eventually it'll open up and you can get in now pretty easy. And if you take a left from there, there's your boner. Uh, I, no, I'm trying to get in better shape and get rid of all this. Look, I'm trying to impress that girl. Wait, I haven't hung out with that girl since I publicly... Uh, a highlight of 2015 I thought was uh, publicly proposing to ODB. Mm-hmm. Turns out worst move ever. Worst move ever. She's not accepting it. She's not calling me back. And this this girl that I liked. And this girl, she heard that proposal? I'm assuming she kept wanting to hear this interview. She was so excited about it. And I didn't say, oh, hey, I proposed to ODB, by the way. And kind of meant it. You know, hey, I got to take what I can where I can. I don't know. That's why you're going to a restaurant right next to a place called Pee Pee. I got to run with Tate. I got to do DDP yoga with Troy, who's never going to buy it. My life is falling apart, Steve. 2015 was great, and now it's it's falling apart. Well, look, you've got another half of the year to pick up the pieces. WrestleMania and the movie were stellar, and seeing you get married, even though to the left of me most of that night was just tragedy about to punch me in the face. Um, Oh, well. And you were really sick. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was excruciating. But seeing that for you was absolutely incredible. And sharing those moments, like you said, like the movie's so, the movie's so awesome. I know we uh, talked about it and there's not much tangible yet. I saw 26 minutes of it. Really? Yeah, it's fucking rad. It's really cool. I'm really excited for when this comes about. I think that'll open up a lot of doors for Steve and maybe in the wrestling world will get us a, a little bit more recognition. Like wrestlers will hopefully see it and just kind of be like, oh. Oh, those guys like it'll just open up doors and it'll be it's like i talked about with mad max it's that tangible something's coming something's building you can see it and so it's it's cool so um uh that's that there you go there's your long-winded answer the francis reyes and brian spoon 79 says after cena's busted nose on monday night what's the worst slash most disgusting injury you've had i don't get injured that much but i mine is pretty easy what is it? Uh, broken collarbone? Yeah, broken collarbone. That was him knocking on it, listeners. Yeah, if you can hear that. Mine's, did you hear that? That's the thud of fat and muscle. When he does it, it's... Bone on bone. Yeah, that's just... Wolverine got nothing on me. Yeah, it's just a nice little uh, calcium vault right there you got. Woo! Ah! I knocked it! Yeesh. Um... God, I've had a couple. I'd say the probably the mo- one of the jarring ones was getting a coffee burn on my back when I was like nine or eight, no, six or seven. I think you told this story before. Yeah, I spilled an entire pot of hot coffee on my back. On your back? How yeah. do you do it? I was I crawled underneath the coffee pot and the bench that I was on flipped over because it had long lips oh. and it went and it dropped and it pulled the cord. It was like it was like a ch- like a chaplain gag. 
Because like I was on the edge of this bench, and then it flipped up, and then flew down and pulled the cord down and and knocked the coffee on my back. Was it so bad you had to go to the hospital? Yeah. Oh. And they they graft your new back off your ass? No, they just uh, it was third degree and second degree. But I remember the second degree was on my arm, and that was really fucking bad. Oh my god. Yeah. What do they do? Do they put a cast on you or, or a collar on you like uh, they would a dog so it doesn't lick itself? You do. They just do soft bandage and iodine, something like that. Not iodine, but something like it was like a that stuff that looked like soy sauce you get in a uh, in a first aid kit. <laughs> you know, oh, soy sauce, plum sauce. Yeah, plum sauce. Damn. Well, you know... That uh, sounds uh, very uh, painful, Mr. Sears. That's me, the WWE doctor. Hello, gentlemen. Wait a second. The WWE doctor. You you were on this show a long while back. Yes, unsanctioned as a guest, but I do like to show up to defend myself against those who besmirch me, including CM Punk and Colt Cabana and... Ooh, uh, Scott, <laughs> I couldn't help but notice and hear your collarbone from the green room. Yeah. That sounds very painful. Oh, it's it's okay now. I mean, I don't I don't think No, 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 please. I feel like a lot of people think I'm a terrible doctor with the WWE as a WWE doctor. I should say the main WWE doctor. <laughs> I could easily take a look at it if you like. I I mean, sure if you Oh, wanna... sounds like you're busy. Maybe I'll do it later. W- wait, wait, no, if you want to take a look no, at no, it. No, 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 no. Look, if you don't have the time, don't mind me. I I'm not even here. I just want to make sure that there is nothing wrong that there hey, are. Hey, no... look, I'm kind of trying to do an interview right now, so maybe oh. I can take care of you later. Hippocratic oath. Oh, well. You know? All right, sure, sure. Two snakes messing around and making out around a scepter. Okay, well, uh, look, uh, you know, we, we were talking about uh, John Cena. He got his nose busted. Oh, broken. Yeah, he got John his... Cena with a broken nose. From Seth Rollins. I'm From Seth now. Rollins, yes. I mean, uh, I, I've never had my finished nose Finished the match. F- big did. deal. He finished the Very big deal. Wait. Oh, okay. Very big deal. I thought you were saying it flippantly, like big deal. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's a broken nose. Yeah, I, that's it's hard to breathe. Yeah, yeah it's very hard to breathe. I mean, surprised he could bend his knees. Huh? Yeah, when you break your nose, you can't bend your knees. What? Yeah, your nose—that very long bone just above the knee in the leg. I don't know what you're talking about. No, the nose, like up here, the nose. Oh, what are you pointing, pointing at? My, I'm pointing on your face. My, pointing at my face, right above my lips, right above the mustache. There's this nose right here where the nostrils are and the cartilage uh, and the nose. You seem to be pointing at your upstairs tiny penis holes. <laughs> what? That your upstairs a... tiny penis holes. No, 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 no. No, the nose. Scott, you seem to be pointing at your second face penis. <laughs> God, if I had a second face penis, life might be a little bit easier. No, this is a nose. Is a... No, the nose is the longest bone in the body. It is just above the knee and just below the pelvis. Listen, WWE doctor, that's not correct. I don't know. Can you point out to my body where the nose is? Yes, you... it's right there. My thigh? Yes, the bone in your thigh, the nose. That's not, how do you... I'm surprised John Cena could even stand. It's a very painful break, and often you'll have to put a cast around uh, that straightens the entire leg. Can't even bend your knee. Wait, where do you smell? If I have some freshly baked banana bread here. Can you can you please smell this for me? Ah, that smells really good in my upstairs tiny penis holes. You wait, no, 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 you don't smell out of your tiny penis hole. I'm wait, doing no, it right do. now. No, no, you got me confused. Uh-huh. The it's not a penis. It would be a nose. The nose smells. Ah, uh, look, I'm a WWE doctor. <laughs> uh, let alone the WWE doctor. I've been getting a lot of shit. All right, for injuries. For concussions, for murder. Murder? Yeah, we don't talk about it very often. 
And what? from what I understand now, we've got racist wrestlers. Do you know that I have to deal with all these things? Wait, you're able to cure racist wrestlers? With I'm medical just science? a doctor, Scott. Ah, <laughs> oh, Scott Narvard, Steve Sears. If I could, co- if I could commit miracles, I would. I'd commit miracles all day. Commit miracles? Yeah, you know, bloody dirty miracles. <laughs> I don't. Uh, your your phraseology really befuddles me. Ah, I'm not an English professor. I'm a professor of medicine. I'm a doctor. I'm a WWE doctor. The WWE doctor, thank you very much. Well, what did you do to help uh, Cena's broken nose? He broke the tiny upstairs pee holes in his face. <laughs> All right, I'll play along. What What do you do to help John Cena's tiny penis break? <laughs> Why are you laughing like a Hanna-Barbera character? You <laughs> said it. Oh. Yeah, I said it. You said break. Yeah? Which is exactly what happened to his tiny upstairs penis holes. Okay, well, what did you do to help cure it? Well, you know, uh, he came to the back after wrestling that amazing match. Almost match of the year, from what I understand. Don't read the dirt sheets. I'm a doctor. Okay. The WWE doctor. Very, <laughs> thank you very much. You seem to keep remembering that fact. Well, it's important that people remember that the WWE has doctors. A doctor. <laughs> the doctor, me. And I think a lot of people should know... John Cena, on his own volition, finished that match. He yes. could have given the X's and come on to the back, and they could have ended the match in some sort of draw or Seth Rollins, whatever the deal. Right. I don't know wrestling. Sure. I just know human bodies. Okay. Well, And he came to the back, and I immediately gave him a nasal inhaler. A nasal inhaler? Yeah, it's a tiny little beer bottle I have that I fill with, you know... B vitamins and C vitamins, and I shake it up real good, and then I try to melt as many uh, gummy vitamins as I can in there, and then I put a little 7-Up and shake it a little bit, and then I put a condom on the top of it, you know, like a baby's nipple, and then I poke (laughs) it with a hole. I should say all my condoms do not have holes in them. (laughs) That's how you get a child. Anyway, I gave that nasal inheritance, sorry, Uh, let me check here, I check my notes, my nasal inhaler to John Cena, which he promptly threw on the floor. Okay, that because that would go in the nose, a nasal inhaler. Uh, how would he fit that in his longest bone in his body, the leg? Okay, I don't understand how this works then. What's he supposed to do? So he threw it on the ground and then what can you... He said I was a quack. He said he didn't want me to be anywhere near him. And at which point I tried to feed him some nachos I found. And he said, no, no. And he went straight to Dr. Pritchard and asked to have his nose set. Dr. Pritchard? Dr. Pritchard. Okay, look. I question your medical degree. Do you have your medical degree? Uh, my medical dictegrity is very strong. Where did you go to school for medicine? Uh, <laughs> you're asking me a lot of questions for not being a doctor. Yeah, because I'm conducting an interview. I went to the University of Phoenix Online Medical School. It is oh. a three-month program. Oh, I no. also work out with the boys. Those are what we call wrestlers when we're on the road. Okay. In several motel gyms. And I think I know a little bit about how the human body works because I once had diarrhea overseas. I think that's you're a right. poop and vomit situation. I think you're at right. the same time. I think you know a little bit and about it. And let me tell you something. You better hope you're having soup because if you're throwing up in a bathtub, you don't want to have to push those chunks through the little grate with your fingers because everybody's had to do that in the shower when you throw up. Okay. You want to have soup. Okay, look, I, I I think your medical practices are highly questionable. I don't think you are a qualified doctor, and I don't think you should be the WWE doctor. Wow. You know what? You're entitled to your opinion. 
Thank and you. I've heard what you said, but you know who else was entitled to their opinion? Who? Hulk Hogan, a racist. Well, I think you should work on curing him. Uh, <laughs> I'm a doctor, Scott. Okay, well, look, I, I, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Oh, all Because right. otherwise I fear I'm going to get sued by you like CM Punk and Cole Cabana. Look, I only sue good podcasts. Fuck you. Oh, did that hurt? Yeah, it did. did. I, I'm sorry, can I get you a Z-pack? Did that burn? Yeah, it does burn. Shoot, you get out of here. Get out of here. You get out of here. Shoot. Give me that, leave the Z-pack. Shoot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scrutinize this thing. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to a, a lab for testing. This is a good podcast. We should get sued. It's a great podcast. Yeah, That's a, that is a mark of an accomplishment for us to get a cease and desist or a sue or a. Uh, a yeah, we're a really lean. gonna start coming after these people now. We're really gonna start turning the screws to them. Maybe a some sort of printed out <laughs> certificate. What? I don't know. I just think we've earned a lot. Yeah, we have. And not your hatred, Rockstar Spud. No. Why do that? You're on the show for a second time. You're welcome back for a third time. Spud, don't hate Scott. Don't do that. <laughs> Sound like you were knitting that onto a pillow. <laughs> yeah. Spud, don't hate Scott. Spud, don't hate Scott. Spud likes Scott. Spud, Scott's good. Oh, sorry, Scott. You're running out of room on that pillow. Scott's good thought. Oh. Oh, don't hate me, Spud. Don't. Please don't. But... Go support Rockstar Spud. Go follow him on Twitter. Go check him out on TNA Wrestling. He's tearing the joint up. And of course, thank you to Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Memes and Wrestling underscore Memes for our international jerk correspondent Tom there. Thank you so much. Um, like Steve said, the movie's still going. Dave Made a Maze is still happening. So go Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Go find it. Uh, Dave made a tweet on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave made a fan page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And DaveMadeAMaze.com. Yeah, and more more stuff's going to come out all the time, and hopefully 2016 will be a gigantic highlight. More like 2000-sexy. Yeah, oh man, that'd be great. You just show this movie, and then just, what, you get shown boobs or something? Is that a thing? That's what Jeremy Piven does, right? But, wow. He just <laughs> shows him, like, I'm I, an entourage. I, we, should, I, we should do that. We should go back in the Wayback Machine and do this podcast. We should get us as 13-year-olds and do this podcast as 13-year-olds. That's how that works, right? Yeah, us as 13-year-olds, yeah. not get us 13-year-olds. Yeah, and not me doing you as a 13-year-old. Yeah, don't... I don't me impersonating you as a 13-year-old. Don't do my 13-year-old self, Steve. Look, there's a... I ah, forget it. These... These serpents are eating the scepter right now. Uh, it's a Hippocratic Oath. We're, we're hypocrites. <laughs> we're going to have more fun stuff for you next week, so check it out. Uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narber. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been... Uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things, these things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands, uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, so- uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us. 
like the episode. Comment. Tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>